so thank you all for gathering here so we have kati here uh, and this session is going to focus on devoting your task startup we've all faced a situation that is especially in this covid area we've all faced a situation where we have to put up product you know and whether to continue with the same idea or to you know take step right now and move the, you know move to a more sustainable business model and kati has the experience of doing it twice and succeeding out of it and uh, this session will basically be kati sharing his experience on how we can do a pivot and be successful in it and the learning from his mistake that we can avoid so kati over to you please carry on yeah thanks hari uh, for having me here and good work to chamili as well uh, who interacted with me earlier as well so uh, it's nice to have uh, see people coming in and gathering as uh, a sas insider sessions lot of sessions uh, i was never expecting so many sessions good sessions good uh, thanks for that so i'll share my screen and get started with it yes you could see the share screen button next to the settings yes you are able to see my screen yes okay yes so art of pivoting so as it says the topic is all about uh, science to some extent but more of about understanding where we are and why we should will be the question when we actually do pivoting i'll talk about couple of in, uh, important aspects of why we should pivot or what are the important aspects you should consider while pivoting okay so before we understand uh, the pivot let's understand some ideas about the stages of startup because that is very important when we can do the pivot and when it is going to be really costly and when it is going to be really easy comparatively uh, so if you look at any stages of startup it's going to be like formation validation and growth phase if you uh, typically divide it into three larger areas of segmentation so formation is where you generally understand your ideas you put it into work uh, discuss ideas put it into wireframe get it a product out then validation is the phase uh, where you call the mvp stage where you have the minimum viable product get it out to the market get it to the customers understand their response whether they are using it or not kind of stages you are in validation then it comes to the growth stage basically in the growth stage is where you have hit the pmf which is basically the product market fit and you can start scaling further uh, by deploying more amount of money into your distribution basically marketing and sales and get more people into the system so these are the three different stages in which any startup actually evolves right so uh, the typical period in which uh, most of the pivots happen is in the validation phase because the validation is where you have uh, brought out the idea into a product formation phase and put it out into the market uh, maybe to your friends through your colleagues or ex customers you go out to them reach out to them uh, help them understand why it is important this product or service is important for them to solve that particular pain point right that is when you really hit that important aspect of whether it is fitting into the market or not whether people want it or not whether people are willing to pay for it or not is that important phase so during that phase is the critical phase uh, where you have to decide whether it is going to be an bigger startup evolving into a larger organization or we need to do some kind of understanding or change in our business model or change in the product the way we are approaching the problem kind of things you need to understand 
So that is the important phase in which most of the startups do a pivot. And start saying like the biggest reason of failure uh, is no market need. 42% uh, of the startups that fail uh, are for this biggest reason, which is no market need. Basically, you have built something which the market does not require for multiple reasons. It could be it could be the product is not really solving the uh, problem rightly, or it could be way uh, before people accepting it, way before the curve, or it could be uh, the pricing could be an issue or the reach could be an issue. So there are multiple things for this particular aspect where there is no market need. So what really happens when you hit this stage and that determines whether you are moving forward or you are going to shut shop and move forward in a very different direction. So how do you understand whether there is a product need or not, uh, whether the market has a potential to take up the product and willing to open the wallet and pay for the product is the PMF, the product market fit. So it's basically when people understand and use your product enough to recognize its value and you are able to replicate that success to multiple people or organization of that same trait. If you are able to bring in more such people and all of them feel the same way in which this problem is being solved and they are willing to pay, that is the important aspect of PMF. So if you don't hit it, then it's a bigger question that you need to ask yourself whether we are on the right track. What should we do at this point? So this is one important parameter which everyone can take into action for pivoting. So what is pivot? So pivot per se is not a bad thing to be done or bad thing to be considered when you actually do it. Uh, basically for two reasons. One, it is inevitable. Any organization, if you take the pivot, the size or the direction or in the model can vary, but every organization would have done a pivot. So why pivot I'm saying is it not necessarily means you build a different product, okay, to address the market need. It can be a change in the business model. It can be a change in the way we deliver things, the way we approach the market. A whole product can become a feature or a feature of your existing product itself can solve a bigger problem. So you identify different aspects of the problem and you make that business model change or the product change and find value is what I call it as pivot. So per se, it is not a very, very stigmatic thing. Yeah, it is inevitable in any organization. So that is what I would call it as pivot. So any questions till now? Because I'm not able to see the whole screen. So pivot requires one important aspect, which every entrepreneur uh, will have. But over a time period, when you start building, uh, it becomes your baby and we don't find a fault within our baby. Uh, so we start giving more reasons on why something is not working. Uh, there we get into this kind of fixed mindset, I would say. So we feel sort of deprived. Uh, we feel like uh, this is the end of it kind of aspect comes into the mindset of any entrepreneur when you hit a roadblock. But the key here is we still should continue with this growth mindset. The growth mindset is our failure is an opportunity to grow. 
So how do you build that mindset? So you understand, read about the market more and more, why some of your competition are successful or why they are failing or some adjacent uh, markets that you can enter into. Kind of if you could open your eyes and ears for this understanding, uh, that is what I call it as growth mindset, which we call it as a switched on entrepreneur. Uh, so that is the mindset we should carry even when we hit a roadblock. So that is the first aspect of uh, pivoting. Growth mindset, then comes PMF as a parameter to understand whether we should pivot or not. And the third aspect is what kind of pivot we should do. So there are different, different pivots. Uh, if you go through the uh, articles available on the Google, there are different kinds of pivots. So here I would talk about three types of pivots. What I call it as zoom in pivot, uh, zoom out pivot, and customer segment pivot. So zoom in pivot is basically, uh, say for us, uh, it happened. So we built Hippo LMS, which is a learning management system, typically for HR, uh, corporate HRs to onboard employees or the uh, customer success team to onboard customers into. So that is what we built. And one of the important uh, USP we built along with that was a video component. Uh, we built it on our own where the trainer can create tutorials or uh, any knowledge-based articles with videos and deliver it or host it as a tutorial on the platform, HippoLMS. And what we do now today, Hippo Video, is that one feature alone addressing a huge market for a different set of a pain problem that we are trying to solve. So this we call it as zoom in pivot. So basically one feature itself addressing a bigger pain problem in the market and trying to address it. Zoom out is basically the whole product itself becomes a one feature inside the whole system. So that means you need to do some expansion of features, understanding not only this feature is going to stick on to it and it could become a tool or a uh, extension alone for the existing market. So then you naturally expand. So what we started off Hippo video was a, just a tool, but we expanded it as a platform. So that I call it as zoom out pivot. So this is what uh, Hari was telling earlier, like two kinds of pivots. One was zoom in, where we brought in a feature as a product. The second one, we expanded one important problem uh, uh, tool and expanded it into a platform. And the third one, many of the uh, organization do uh, that they call it as a customer segment pivot. It could be like you are attacking the high tech industry, but the need is right, uh, not there. Then maybe you have to switch it to a very, very totally diagonally opposite industry. It could be a convention industry like insurance. So this is also is possible when you actually look at why you are hit a road. So these are the three important pivots we see generally happening in any organization when they naturally want to understand and pivot to overcome the roadblock there they have. So any questions? Uh, Karthi, you have a question from Sean. You can see in the yeah. section. While pivoting, when pivoting, what is the main question you try to answer to justify your new direction? So because... But what comes on, you know, what as a founder is more important to address than medicine? Yes. Yes. So when pivoting, what is the main question you try to answer? The answer should be uh, 
two important things that I thought I'll capture it here, which is basically whether it is a progressive pivot, okay? In the sense, whether it is an adjacency you're trying to attack or some uh, zoom in or zoom out that you're trying to do is the first question you really need to answer because that determines your sunken cost, right? So otherwise, if you have to drop the whole thing and take up a totally a new problem, it's going to be a really, really bigger problem to be addressed. Okay, then that's like rewriting the whole thing again. So the right pivot, okay, what I call or what I understand is the idea represents some kind of progression from what you have built earlier or an adjacency or where it is adding more value to the particular segment that you are trying to address. Well, that is what I call it as right pivot. If in each new idea you are able to re reuse most of what you built for the previous ones, then it is sort of within that segment, I should say. But if you want to restart from scratch, that's really a bigger problem to be solved. So typically, uh, most of the pivots is either adjacency or zoom in, zoom out kind of things when the people try to understand. So how do you decide it? So you have to build that extension or that additional zoom in, or you may have to add some adjacent market, understand uh, some different problem to be understood and try it out. So that is what uh, we call it as, as the right pivot. There are scenarios where people have totally taken it uh, from scratch again, but that's really, really tough to do because all your resources are gone waste. Does that answer your question? So a couple of examples I was thinking uh, to help people understand. So we heard about Slack, right? Slack itself was a pivot from what they did during Glitch. So Glitch is an, uh, I think, a game kind of thing where they were using internally a tool to collaborate and that tool become the product itself, the Slack later, right? So they did not, here they switched the segment totally, but they were able to re use whatever they had already did it. Of course, it is sort of a scratch building, but they had that opportunity that they have already built the tool, they have worked with the tool, understood the importance of it, that they could take it to the other market. Similar way is what Twitter also done, right? From audio uh, to podcast, basically podcast uh, uh, publishers to Twitter kind of helping them people tweet things. And Netflix is a business model change from DVDs to online. So there are different kinds of pivots people actually think about. The idea here is the growth mindset. Whether you are understanding the problem where you have hit the roadblock, can we just adjust, understand whether you can try to resolve a similar problem or an adjacent problem is the key for pivot. And of course, Zoho, uh, they did three important pivots, I should say. Uh, one was like we were into OEM. So I was when I was working, we were totally into OEM market. Then we went into infrastructure market and finally into online business suite. So all of these uh, are different kinds of pivots, but they were doing it from the strength of success or bootstrap. So they were able to do it very nicely as well. But if you take Hippo video, uh, we did the two initial pivots, as I mentioned. One was from LMS to Hippo video. Then within Hippo video, from a tool to a platform. So these were the two important pivots we were able to do 
over the course of period. Of course, it has its own uh, lot of understanding how you take people uh, confidence, the team's confidence, because you have done two pivots, right? So how do you make people believe that this is the best way forward? What are the reasons for it? It took a lot of time uh, for us to assimilate first as founders. Then how do you take it to the team? Also was an important aspect that we should really take care when you do the pivot. So this, I talked about what is the right pivot. So any questions till now? So how to pivot? Uh, so this is, there are no hard and fast rules. This is what we did when we did that pivot. Basically encourage employees to develop new solutions. Uh, within that purview, you have understood. Uh, come up with that quick mindset of growth and uh, work on quick hacks to understand. So like what we did was when we pivoted from LMS to Hyper Video, the first thing we put was a Chrome extension, which is just a simple uh, create tool for videos. And we saw the traction that made us believe that there is a huge market. We went and did a research, understood there's a underserved market that we can explore, right? So build a basic prototype before pivoting. Make sure you're iterating all the time. So that is the key part. So as I said, we kept on iterating ourselves uh, understanding how this can grow as a from a tool to a platform. Uh, there were a lot of iterations we did. Uh, and how did we move forward? That one understanding is once you have understood that this is the best uh, step forward, we took the team into confidence, showed them the traction and not be afraid of any change because we have done that homework and took that plunge. Of course, keep your in investors informed if you are a funded startup. So when to call it quits? The basic idea is never be a zombie. So don't get stuck in between pivoting and quitting. So that is a judgment call. That's why I said art of pivoting earlier. That's purely a judgment call of the founders and the founding team to understand whether they are good enough to pivot or should call it quits. But don't be a zombie is the important aspect because that becomes a dragging aspect of your organization on yourself as well as on the customers. So any questions? Karthi, I had a question. Uh, so when you take this pivot, okay, in any company, there comes a situation where you have to, when you, when you take this pivot, there's a technical aspect that comes along with it. Okay, the business aspect of it, we could just change the narratives, change the story. Yeah, it's hard, but you know, it's doable. But what happens when you're stuck in a very technical position where we have to move a product in a different space? Okay, what kind of setup will actually help us? Because you've been building products in Zoho and now in Hippo Video, which is why I want to ask this to you. Will the multi-tenancy model or something help me you know, dismantle and you know, fix it? I'm just looking at a broader picture, dismantling and fixing it in a different model, like a Lego block. What will work right now? And what is the way forward for building the product? So uh, as I mentioned earlier, right, the important aspect is if you could find an adjacent market or a progressive pivot, it's always helpful. That means you keep your whatever you built, at least if not the 100 percent, at least that 20 percent, you can try it on the next product is a better pivot because rewriting the whole thing. Of course, it's like re restarting the whole thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's really tough on the entrepreneurs as well as on the team. Right. Mm -hmm. Rethink the whole thing and do that again. So the idea is always to understand and for sure, right? Everything when you have started off, right? There were some 
important aspects is that you felt that it is going to be a winning product or a service, you start building. But uh, typically, most of the times, the problem is about the pain problem being solved right or wrong, whether you are able to solve it 100% or not. So if we could pivot around it, you will definitely get a market to play a bigger role. That always happens. But to do that, do that quick prototype with that 20% of feature, you pluck it out, build a quick prototype, go to the market, understand. Because you already set up the base. Now all you have to do is pluck out some of them, join them together, pieces, and put it into the market and test out it. So the key here is speed and the quick prototype you are able to build with whatever you have built already. So if you start building it from scratch, it's really a tough question. Sure, Gary. You know, that's the question I had. No, because I face similar situations now and, you know, luckily it worked out really well for us. But, you know, I, I would just say it's lucky. You know, I would not say it's like well planned out output. And we had to build some tool and immediately COVID happened. The hiring has to stop. And you know, we had to make do with whatever we had, you know, uh, pluck out whatever solutions that we had and uh, yeah, just go forward with yes. it. Yes, that is what I said. You will definitely find a solution if you could mm -hmm. rethink what are the different aspects, whatever you have built, if you could reuse, that's the best thing. And there exists a market. That's my question. So uh, from the audience, do you guys have any questions? Akati, can you see the chat? Sean has yes. a question. So, yes. <clears throat> how much of those decisions were driven by engagement feedback from customers? And how much was your impression of market fit? The first pivot, uh, we did a market fit analysis. Uh, we were not able to grow faster. That is when we pivoted from LMS to HypoVideo. But the second pivot was more of customer feedback. In the sense, it was more and more customers came for different, different use cases. And we had the option uh, to get into one of those important aspects. So we took the business uh, as important category we need to serve. And inside that sales and marketing. So that was more of a customer feedback and engagement that we had. So we still have the other aspect of it as a free product, but uh, we are pivoted totally into this business aspect of sales and marketing. So both happen. Yeah. So uh, I think that's all the questions that we have for this session. Thank you, Gati, for your time. Yeah. You know, thank you. Thank you, Hari.